0: Welcome back to the Straight Up Sports Talk podcast, another episode coming at you today. Thanks for joining us as always. You can follow us on Twitter, Straight Up Sports Talk on Twitter, where you find all of our latest episodes, some new content and everything. I believe we still have our poll up on who's going to win the Super Bowl. That's coming up a week from Sunday. Sam, it was a good conference weekend, some really good games. Um, If I told you it was going to be Brady Mahomes at the beginning of the season, you honestly probably would have believed me Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean normally we look at this and say oh there's a team that we didn't expect or or whatnot but to be honest these were some of the top favorites at the beginning of the season obviously the Chiefs but you know even the Buccaneers a little bit too everybody thought that Tom Brady could get it done you know in Tampa and he certainly has thus far
1: yeah it's it's just a little bit sad seeing Aaron Rodgers not being in the Super Bowl for the second straight year one went away two years in a row had, it, had another great season, another 13-3 record. Couldn't get it done against the Bucks. They had their chances. It wasn't like they didn't. Whether you go for that fourth and goal or whatnot is another discussion. But they couldn't get the stop either way, so it didn't even matter regardless. But yeah, both really good games. I thought the Bills came out strong in that first quarter and then just kind of flatlined the rest of the way. It was, it was basically Chiefs from the second quarter on, and they never looked back.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs really uh, asserted their dominance early in the game, which is, um, you know, Buffalo did get up 9-0, but it was the same old Chiefs, I feel like they're down in every single playoff game they play, uh, they come back and win big time. Uh, Yeah, that Packers decision to kick the field goal, not go for the touchdown uh, on the 8-yard line. I feel like you know this is just another you know another one of those years where we have something controversial coming out of the of the playoffs in, in the in the championship round. I mean, it seems like we have a controversial decision every year. I mean, uh, the Saints pi no pi whatnot that happened a few years ago, and and I feel like you know this is just another one of those years where yeah, something controversial is going to come out of it. Certainly has.
1: Yeah, I I think we've seen every week. A controversial decision whether it's the Chiefs fourth and one whether it's the Matt LaFleur decision whether it's the uh, the Frank Reich fourth and goal decision and it's just whether or not it turns out the way you want it is whether people look at it favorably if Chad Henney would have Thrown a terrible pass on that fourth and one, and the Chiefs were lost. I think you look at the Chiefs like, why did they go for it? They should have punted, or whatever you call it. So I think it's just how the the way the game goes, and if it turns out favorably, then people look at the call favorably. If it doesn't, people just trash you for it. Yeah, I think you know
0: what I have gone for the touchdown, of course. Um, you know, saying that, looking back on the play, but you know, in the moment. Um, you kick the field goal, but you still need two scores. It just kind of seemed odd there. You pu- you're putting uh, Tom Brady on his own eight-yard line, um, and they'd have to go a long way. But, um, you know, we'll continue to-, to figure out why they didn't kick a field goal, and uh, we'll see if Aaron Rodgers returns for next season. Um, but overall, I, I thought conference, sh- uh, conference championship weekend was great. Um, We've had some good college basketball over the past couple of weeks. Sam, your West Virginia Mountaineers uh, got it done a couple of nights ago against um, Oklahoma State Uh, or Texas Tech, yeah, by one point. That was a good game for West Virginia. I'm telling you, there's a lot of really good basketball teams in college basketball this this season.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit different. There's not really the blue bloods of the usual. Kentucky's just bad this season. Uh, Duke's uh, bad. Uh, North Carolina is not as good as they once were It's just very interesting You have a bunch of new teams in there Gonzaga I think is still the number one team in the country You have um, Kansas uh, struggling a little bit It's a little bit of a shakeup But I don't mind it personally in college basketball I love March Madness I love how just upsets happen And this is what we've seen so far this year
0: yeah, it's been fun to watch because you know, like you mentioned, we don't you have the blue bloods and then you don't have the blue bloods. I I think Michigan at number four. I think they might be you know one of if not the best team in the country. I think they are very very good. They've had some dominating wins this season, thirteen and one. I mean, when you look at them, they're very good. Texas at eleven and two. Shaka Smart is an amazing uh, college basketball coach. Um, you know, it, we've kind of seen that this season, West Virginia, like I mentioned. Um, how about Alabama? Mm-hmm. 13 and 3 at number 9. Not bad for a football school.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a little bit different. Seeing Alabama good in basketball is not what we're used to. Sweeping uh, Kentucky for the first time last game in, in quite a while. It's, it's amazing to watch, it's fun to watch. I like when these football schools can also do well in basketball. I think it, it shakes things up. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. it it's, been a, it's been a pretty fun college basketball year so far.
0: Two undefeated teams left, Gonzaga and Baylor. Gonzaga's at 15-0, Baylor's at 14-0. But it's going to be a fun college basketball season. I think um, as the you know season goes on and we get uh, deeper into the conference schedules, it's going to uh, turn out to be a really, really good season for us. And I think we're going to be set up for a fantastic March Madness As usual, Sam, I want to get to the NFL and the quarterback situation. We'll start with the Colts. Uh, There's a lot of teams that have questions that need to be answered at the quarterback situation. But uh, the Colts, obviously the local team, the favorite team here. Rivers retires. Eason is the only signed quarterback on your roster. You're Chris Ballard. Where are you going in, in terms of quarterbacks? There's several options out there. But uh, it's I think it's all going to depend on how much the Colts want to spend.
1: Yeah, I th- I think so too, and how much they're willing to give up because you have several interesting options. Matthew Stafford has been floated out there. Uh, Matt Ryan, who, whoever the case is, Aaron Rodgers. Even I uh, I think he's a little bit more of a long shot to get. But the case is, I think I think. What he should do is, again, Matt Ryan. I love Matt Ryan. I think he would fit perfectly in the system. We can we can provide the weapons. We can protect him against the offensive line. But nothing's for sure. People are saying Matthew Stafford like it's for certain. Nothing's for certain. We haven't even agreed to a deal. We haven't even done anything. So I would like Matt Ryan or Matthew Stafford. But until Chris Bauer pulls the trigger and the Lions come to an agreement, nothing's for sure yet.
0: Yeah, that's you're exactly right. I think... You know, it, there was a lot of talk about Deshaun Watson. Uh, that's kind of faded. I don't think the Colts are going to be able to pay for him or the Texans are going to let him go uh, to a divisional opponent. I like Matt Stafford a lot. The more I've thought about it, the more I've looked at him. Obviously, he's a proven quarterback. Um, I like him a lot to to come to Indy. You know, we've seen what he can do with good wide receivers with Calvin Johnson um, and the, the receivers that he's had the uh, uh, – the past couple of years, Kenny, uh, Kenny Galladay, and um, other receivers, he's done good things with good receivers, and the Colts have that that uh, we- those weapons. They also have a running game and a defense, something that the Lions haven't had in a very, very long time.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think I think there's a lot of benefits to any quarterback coming here. I saw Matthew, it was uh, second on Matthew Stafford's list of uh, teams he wanted to go to. It's definitely a great fit. I think any quarterback can come in and win here. It's just a matter of who it is. Even if we have to fall back on Jacob Eason, while we haven't seen him yet, I don't think he's the worst option. He's a nice young guy. Even if we, we struggle this year, we still have a lot of years to build upon him. Or whether we go out and sign it, one of the, the notable free agent quarterbacks, whether it's a, a Fitzmagic, Andy Dalton, et cetera, I think we have, whoever we bring in, we have the ability to win now. Yeah, there's a, a lot of good options. And in free
0: agency, too, like you mentioned, you have Andy Dalton, Fitzmagic, I would, I would rather go with a guy like Matt Stafford who is still relatively young um, just because I think, you know, you bring a quarterback in here like a Fitzmagic or an Andy Dalton, they're closer to retirement. Um, and so we don't want another Phillip Rivers situation. Um, Stafford a much better passer than Phillip Rivers, obviously. Um, but we sit here and talk about Matt, Matt Stafford, I think – the way that the Colts might go. I think the most realistic option for the Colts is Carson Wentz.
1: I, I, I think it makes sense from the relationship standpoint obviously Frank Reich coaching Carson Wentz. I, I don't think they have any bad blood there so I think it would be a perfect fit. Like I said any quarterback can win in here it makes sense with the relationship with Frank Reich. I think Chris Bowd uh, finds people who Frank Reich likes and I think it, w- it would make sense but it, it's just a matter of getting it done. Carson Wentz had a, a enormous uh, contract, just uh, over a hundred million dollars. That we'd have to figure out how to um, uh, get in the system and how to trade it out. But yeah, I, I think it makes sense from a logistic uh, standpoint.
0: Yeah, it does for sure. I think you could also look at, at drafting a quarterback. That's something um, that that hasn't really been talked about that much. The Colts at twenty one. Uh, in the draft. Is drafting a quarterback uh, also a good option in your eyes if they were to stay at 21 and get whatever quarterback fell to them at that point?
1: I think it matters what quarterbacks available. If Mac Jones slips to 20, maybe you take a shot to him. But maybe there's six quarterbacks that you go with in the first 15 picks and you don't really have an option, so you wait it out there. I think it just depends on if the Colts really like a quarterback If a uh, Mac Jones falls to him, or if they don't like any quarterback, they wait it out. Maybe they draft another second, third, fourth-round pick. Jacob Eason was a fourth-round pick. Maybe you do that, and if Jacob Eason doesn't work out, you have another guy to fall back on. So it'll be interesting to see what the Colts do, how they manipulate everything, whether they go for a free agent, whether they trade for somebody, or whether they stick out with Jacob Eason, or maybe they draft somebody. We have a million ways to go with it. And it'll it'll be exciting to watch. Same situation we're
0: in last last season. A million ways to go with it and a million different ways to get it done. The whole NFL quarterback situation as a whole is interesting because this might be um, the most QB shuffling that we've seen in one season. We might see the most teams with different starting quarterbacks in week one than we have seen in a very, very long time. uh, Because, I mean, you look at the teams that are going to have – um different quarterbacks and i'm talking even if you look at you know okay the starter week one of 2020 versus the starter week one of 2021 there's going to be a lot of differences i mean uh the lions potentially um th- there's a lot of teams the eagles the texans uh possibly if deshaun watson leaves the colts um the jaguars um who is uh, Justin Fields projected to go to? The Lions, I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, that would be a different quarterback. There's just going to be a lot of shuffling. The, the Falcons potentially um, could have a new quarterback. The Saints will have a new starting quarterback. Um, it's going to be very, very interesting. The Rams could possibly i have heard some conversation that Jared Goff might be out of there. Um It's going to be interesting. The Bears, uh, I'm just continuing to think of teams that potentially are going to have quarterback openings. It's a lot, Mm -hmm. and we could have a lot of uh, shakeups this offseason, which I think is going to be very, very fun to watch.
1: Yeah, and not only that, you could have teams that have their guys still potentially go after Deshaun Watson like a 49ers team. You have all these teams that even though they have their guy, they may look to improve. So not only do you have the guys with uh, free agents right now, whether it's the Bears, the Cowboys, the, the um, who else? Uh, uh, Colts, obviously, just all these different teams. And then you have the teams who may look to improve, who may look to win now. So anything can happen between now and essentially, I think it would be what, April? It's it's going to be exciting to watch. You have a bunch of uh, people who want to be traded. You have the the New Orleans shakeup, who's going to be the quarterback there. You have a lot of different ways we can go. There is uh, Zach Wilson, the
0: quarterback out of BYU, projected to go to the Falcons. So he could be a starting quarterback. Justin Fields projected to go to the Lions. Trey Lance out of North Dakota State, a quarterback projected to go to the Panthers. They might have a different starting quarterback uh, come week one of 2021. It's going to be interesting, Mac Jones. Uh, Mel Kuyper actually has him projected to go to the Patriots at number 15. Uh, So that could be interesting to see if the Colts are willing to trade up to get a quarterback, if they're going to fall back. Um, Currently, Mel Kuyper has the Colts projected to pick uh, Quiddy Payne, defensive end out of Michigan. Not sure how I see that. I mean, I feel, feel like the Colts defensive line is fairly good right now i mean yeah i mean it doesn't always hurt to add people but it's kind of a questionable first round pick in my opinion just looking at it as a glance not having looked in it that mm-hmm. much
1: uh the only reason i say this is because i've looked at the free agents and they have two dns on the free agent market they'll have justin houston and Denico autry so if we let both of them and then i think al Mohammed muhammad too is more of a rotational piece as well is also a free agent. So I think it makes sense from the standpoint if there's no quarterbacks available, they have Mac Jones going to 15. You need to fill someone. You could also have a fill in a corner. I, I like uh, Phillip Sertain out of Alabama, or Patrick Sertain. Uh, we have Xavier Rhodes potentially leaving. So they, they could go a million ways because we have quite a decent amount of free agents. I think Trey Burden's a free agent, so do we go the tight end route? It's just all sorts of questions we need to answer.
0: Yeah, and we'll have time to do that between now and the draft. It's all going to be um, all, everything that the major networks are going to be talking about is mock drafts, who's going here, who's going here. It's going to be interesting to watch. I think the draft's in Vegas this year, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, because they postponed it from last year because yeah. they did it from Roger Goodell's basement.
0: Correct, yeah. Um, so I think it's it's supposed to be in Vegas. They're going to bring him in on boats. Um, should be fun. Hopefully we're, we're able to to party it up by then. <laughs> should be able to. Um, I don't see why not. But, yeah, I, I'm excited for, for the NFL's uh, offseason. I think it's going to be interesting to follow and see where each team goes, it always is. Um, Chiefs Bucks for the Super Bowl. Sam, looking at it real quick here before we go, I like this matchup. It was 27 to 24 the last time they played. Um, you obviously have uh two great coaches, Bruce Arians and, and Andy Reid. two great quarterbacks, Tom Brady and pa- uh, Patrick Mahomes, and two all around really, really good teams, but um. Can the Buccaneers get them? I mean, it's hard to beat a team twice in a season, especially um, when that team comes to you both times.
1: Yeah, I I think this is an interesting matchup. You obviously have the favorites and the Chiefs. That shows in the line. Chiefs favored by three so far. But do you count against Tom Brady? That's the factor because uh, I, I count against Tom Brady, against the Packers. I thought the Packers were going to handle business. They couldn't get it done. And the Buccaneers have a relatively solid defense. We saw that against the Packers, for Aaron Rodgers into, what, three picks, multiple turnovers. The Buccaneers' defense has a little bit been underrated so far this season. They, they have a nice young core back there. It is what it is. I, I think this is an interesting matchup we'll have to watch.
0: It is going to be interesting. It's going to be good. I think we're going to see a shootout, a lot of points to be scored, so maybe taking the over. Um, Let's look at our picks from last week, Sam. I had the Bills plus three against the Chiefs. That did not happen. I really did think the Bills had a chance to win. I knew there was going to be one underdog that won last weekend, um, but there was. It was just not my underdog. You had the Packers uh, to cover the Bucks, That did not happen. So you sit at 20 and 17. I sit at 19 and 18. We'll take the week off. Then we'll pick the Super Bowl. Um, and we might get into some interesting uh, picks for that, some player props, some game totals. So it could be interesting uh, to see uh, our game picks for next week.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I, I like the fact that I'm going to go above 500. For this entire year, that's what I'm happy about. You win money. That's all. I, that's all I. That's all I care about. That's all I need. I wish I would have done a little bit better. 17 losses is never really good in my mind, especially when you only have 20 wins. So, I'm hoping to improve it with that Super Bowl win. But so far, I'm I'm relatively satisfied with how this year well, went.
0: Yeah, it got hard to pick the NFL uh, as the season went on. I mean, teams. Uh, got better and the lines got closer. It, it became really, really hard between, like, November and December to pick the NFL games. Uh, that's kind of where we struggled. But I'm sitting at 19 and 18. I'm still above 500. I need a couple of wins to uh, to maybe uh, beat you uh, in the overall season uh, of NFL picks. But we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, we will. I, I think it will be fun to watch this Super Bowl. Should be a pretty good matchup. I think it would have been interesting to see how Aaron Rodgers matched up against uh, Patrick Mahomes. But Tom Brady against Patrick Mahomes I don't think is the worst Super Bowl matchup ever, So by any means. So I, it's it should be a fun Super Bowl to watch come February 7th, which is a little bit different. We don't have the usual February 2nd matchup. But, yeah, I, I'm really excited for it.
0: Yeah, it's just weird the, the way the, uh, you know, kind of the cookie crumbled with the dates and everything. And occasionally it happens. But, yeah, like you mentioned, not – as uh, As soon as it normally is, but it's still the same week, just you know, different mm-hmm. you know day because of like calendars and the yeah. sun and whatnot. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I think I think what <laughs> we should be proud of is making it through this entire season with relatively few hiccups. Obviously, we had quite a few names go on the COVID list, but to have as many games still go on, not games were postponed, but none were canceled. We didn't. We maybe had to move dates, but how this year went, I think. I think the NFL. So even though we give them a lot of shit, sometimes they have to pat themselves on the back on this. Yeah,
0: no doubt. I mean, we did have you know some stressful weeks where we were playing games on Tuesday and Wednesday and whatnot. But props to the NFL, honestly, for getting it done. And we're gonna play this Super Bowl on time, uh, as long as no. Um, you know, unprecedented uh, things happen, you know, with COVID cases and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, you have to give props to them for, for being able to stick it out and, and make the season happen for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and looking back on the conference round, one thing I just mentioned is we we didn't know how Patrick Mahomes would look coming in off that concussion slash neck injury slash whatever we had plus his toe injury. But he looked he looked the same old self. He looked pretty good. He had rust in that first quarter, but after that second quarter, he just took off running. So I, I'm glad we, we'll have the full, healthy Patrick Mahomes back come Super Bowl time. So it'll be fun to watch Tom Brady against Patrick Mahomes. The, even though even though we don't want to see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, at least we get the Patrick Mahomes matchup we wanted. Yeah, and the Chiefs are you know
0: becoming this next dynasty of of uh, NFL teams. They they're set up for a long time. They they got their quarterback and they got weapons. How long will they be able to keep it together? It's going to yeah. be interesting to find out how long is Andy Reid willing to keep coaching. You know, <laughs> I think I think you could see Andy Reid out there on a wheelchair before he gets. Uh, gives up coaching football. Um, I you know he's just a great coach, and and honestly, you know the, one of the best coaches of all time. Uh, I think that it goes without saying, for, definitely for sure.
1: And, and I think it's just insane. I, I think I saw a thing where it's basically the Mahomes. Football league. It's not the NFL anymore because it's basically just Mahomes can do whatever they want. He's in a perfect situation. All his weapons are basically locked up for a long time. And even if they leave in free agency, I'm sure Andy Reid will find some other way to replace him and find the most uh, random guy to come in and be a superstar. So I'm not too worried about the Chiefs. Mahomes in a perfect situation. I've said it. He, he got drafted in a perfect situation, and it's been proven these past two years, and it'll probably be proven in the next ten years that he's um, under contract with the Chiefs. Is there a team that didn't make uh, conference championship weekend
0: that will be in the Super Bowl next year? So teams that made it to the divisional or the wild card or uh, didn't even make the playoffs at all. Mm-hmm. Is there a team that you see in there? Because the Bucs, I mean, they went from no uh, playoffs to Super Bowl. Is there a
1: team in there that you think could do that in in a season? I think I think the easy answer is if he doesn't have to go through Mahomes, it's the Buffalo Bills. I think the the team we've seen with the Buffalo Bills, if they can keep their pieces together for the future, it's it should be no question that they should become Super Bowl time. But if if he if Josh Allen has to play Mahomes next year, is it going to be the same story next year again that the Chiefs just have their way? So I think the easy answer would be the Bills, but if they have to go through the Chiefs, I don't see why not. The Chiefs wouldn't just repeat over and over. Yeah,
0: honestly, and, and when I was making my my picks at the beginning of the season for the Super Bowl, I I didn't think maybe the Chiefs would make it, but certainly winning, I don't, th- I didn't think they would do. It. And obviously they haven't won it yet, but uh, they're a very very good football team. Uh, I would, you know, you mentioned the Bills. I would have to go, just to not repeat what you're saying, because I do like the Bills. And Stefan Diggs stayed on the field and watched uh, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid accept that AFC uh, Championship trophy. He was on the field watching, so he's going to be motivated. I think Josh Allen's going to be motivated. Maybe him and Stefan will play a few more video games this offseason to, to become closer. This Bills team is good. Can you repair your defense? Can you patch up that defense? Can you get some more guys in there to stop Patrick Mahomes? If they can do that, I I think they're a Super Bowl contender. My other team, I I, want to say the Colts. I really do, because I feel like if you can get a Matt Stafford in here or a Matt Ryan or a Carson Wentz even, you could make a run at a Super Bowl. You could get a few more guys to get it done. But I'm not going to go with the Colts. I'm going to say... Uh, if I had to pick one team to get to the Super Bowl um, or to get to even Conference Championship Weekend that didn't make it to Conference uh, Championship Weekend this uh, season, I would have to go with the Tennessee Titans. I know it's a long shot, um, and I know the kind of Derrick Henry hype has faded, but I think they're going to uh, take this quiet offseason. They're going to come back better than ever. Mike Vrabel is a fantastic head coach. Um, he's a bite your kneecap off kind of guy like Dan Campbell uh, with the Detroit Lions. I kinda like the Titans to, to make a run at the Super Bowl next year.
1: I think that's an interesting point you bring up the the Matthew Stafford. I think it I think we we can say the Bills now looking at where everybody's at currently. But depending on where quarterbacks go, we saw Tom Brady come in and now he's in the Super Bowl this year with the Bucks. First year in, first uh, Super Bowl appearance with the Bucks. So I think it just depends on where everybody goes, we can then evaluate it then. Because who knows, Matt Ryan may end up on the, the Dolphins for some reason and may be in yep. the Super Bowl. We, we don't really know until the rosters are finalized. We know where everybody's at. So we could have a, a, a team like the 7-9 and Patriots with the right quarterback in there come be a, be a Super Bowl contender without uh, Tom Brady. We just don't know. So, Amy, you got anything else before we close out the podcast
0: here this afternoon?
1: Um, not, not really. Uh, it's been, it's been a, it's been a fun week to watch football. Conference championship was pretty fun. College basketball. I'm really enjoying it. I'm watching the Pacers, even though it's been struggles at times, still fourth in the East 10 and seven record playing the, the Charlotte uh, Hornets tonight. So hopefully we get a win there, but yeah, it, it's been, it's been fun so far.
0: It has been for sure. Shout-out to Ball State Athletics. Hey, we're going to go to a basketball game. They're actually going to let students into basketball games. Props to them because most uh, universities just don't do that. Uh, We're able to go to football games. Now they're going to let us go to basketball and volleyball uh, games. Shout-out to them for making that happen. All right, we'll talk to you next week for a Super Bowl edition of the Straight Up Sports Talk podcast. Until then, have a great week.